This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello there and welcome to Paper Talk, the Irish Examiner's sports podcast. Now, there's only one place to begin with this morning and that is Semple Stadium where Clare ended their losing streak in the Munster Senior Hurling Championship with victory over Limerick in the semi-final on Sunday. Our GAA correspondent John Fogarty admits it is a huge monkey off the back for the Bannermen. Yeah, it, it was, Colm, and, you know, neutrals, observers like ourselves, we probably don't appreciate just how much... Um, how many how many nerves there were for these players because they hadn't won going back several years now, and you know we all know that they haven't been in a monster final since two thousand and eight. So it was a huge thing for them. And speaking to Jerry O'Connor afterwards, he he underlined that that you know they had put pressure on themselves to perform here, and you could see that it was affecting them as much as they they, they were the superior team. It was affecting them at times, and and Limerick, um, you know, they never went away, and it was a case of you know Clare not being able to put them away. And um, Tony Kelly obviously had that penalty which he put wide at the end, and but then again, you know, there's a lot of room for improvement. It's it, in many ways, it's a perfect win for Clare because they have what four or five weeks now until um, the monster final. They can get themselves ready. You know, Podge Collins will probably be fit. Uh, he didn't look fit yesterday, and Tony Kelly was a bit out of sorts. And um, you know, Tony Kelly, we haven't seen the real Tony Kelly um, too much um, since the the, uh, the All Ireland Club final with uh, Ballier. So it's uh, you know it it, it 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 bodes well in many ways because there's just it, it was an imperfect win and and was perfect at the same time. A very strange kind of game, though, John, given the incredible start that Clare had, then the Limerick period of dominance. Uh, you know, you never felt, though, that Clare, despite that start, ever killed off Limerick. No, um, they don't. And whether the nerves had a, a part to play in that lack of ruthlessness, Colm, I, I'm not so sure. I, I think, you know, this Clare team still have a lot to... It's a lot to improve on. I think they, you know, the fundamentals are right. They have a very strong spine. David McInerney was excellent yesterday. Um, you know, he was rarely troubled. Um, as we all know, that Podge Collins, he was one of the best performers in the league. How how good he can be, and Conor McGrath coming back, you know, from injury as he did. Uh, 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 you know, he he looked to the manner born yesterday again. Didn't look like he missed any. Hurling this year, and you know that 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 certainly uh, is uh, uh, grounds for optimism for for Clare. But yeah, they they Limerick, um, you know, obviously Limerick have a very impressive uh, forward line in the making, and you know they were missing the likes of uh, Dermot Burns, Garrod Hegarty, and guys like that. Um, and you know they they should be 
they should make a decent fist of it in the quali- uh, in the qualifiers. But um, but let's be honest, John. Defensively, no. that's where the issues yeah. are for John Kiley. And it has it, listen. It was for TJ Ryan as well. Um, you know, we we'll go back two years ago and that mistake that um, the they, they made. Obviously, it was different personnel in a way. Although Richie McCarthy was there, but they made that mistake that let Dublin in for for a, for a goal at the end, if I remember rightly. Then at that stage, and Dublin weren't going well. Then um, you know, full back the full back line. You know, historically hasn't really been much of an issue for for Limerick, but it is at this stage. And obviously, you know, they would be bolstered by some of the the personnel that have been missing but um, they went AWOL on a couple of occasions there and you, you look at it, all three goals yesterday for Clare as much as the penalty they were all mistakes made um, really by that full back line and uh, on occasions a couple of them were um, unforced, uh, unforced in a way but uh, Shane O'Donnell what a man to, to, to he went out of the game obviously and I think Jerry O'Connor explained that in the quotes he gave to us yesterday that Shane wasn't 100% fully fit and uh, again that's a, another reason to suggest that Clare will be a, an even better prospect in the Munster final against Cork and Waterford because Podge Collins didn't look fit to me Shane O'Donnell uh, obviously wasn't fit and you have the likes of Conor McGraw only coming back really to, to play and uh, and a, a couple of guys in defence too mm. Tony Kelly looks sluggish obviously the Ballet campaign had taken a lot out of him yeah reading Anthony Daly this morning he, he makes the point that uh, you know this was, this was an issue back in his playing days with the likes of Shawnee McMahon and, and, and James O'Connor with St. Joseph's and it, it, it's um <laughs> It is an issue in some ways. You know, it has been a long season for him, and I would imagine they've tried um, Jerry O'Connor and Don Maloney. They've tried to taper his preparations and what have you. But um, you know, I, I, Brendan Cummins was mentioning on the Sunday game last night that Tony Kelly, you know, is too honest a player at times and plays too much in his own half. And I would agree to, to that to an extent. I think the best of Tony Kelly is around the centre forward area. I think uh, you know, okay, he's a different player to to Joe Canning, but. The, the best we're going to see out of uh, Tony Kelly, I would imagine, is in a in a centre forward position. You know, I just hope for Clare's sake that they don't, um, you know, put Tony Kelly around the houses and finally come to a a solution uh, when it's too late. You know, a, f- a few years down the line, Tony Kelly needs to be central to a lot of things, and uh, I think centre forward is his best position. You mentioned Anthony Daly's column there. Uh, the headline on it this morning, Limerick contaminated by the 1B virus. W- was it evident, as far as you were concerned, that playing in that lower tier had, had cost them during the spring? It's uh, it's the fact that it's so many seasons there, Colm. Uh, you know, 1B, I think we've seen Galway. They've only been one season there. You know, and they're going to be there for another season. So, you know, we'll see what, what they might be like next year. But Galway... It don't look like they're uh, showing the side effects of it or uh, uh, anything of the sort at the moment. But the limit, the fact that they've been down there for so long, um, it it is hurting them. But I I would there are there are reasons for optimism with this Limerick side, especially with that forward line. Okay, the midfield, James Ryan wasn't. He, he he wasn't too hot yesterday. You know, Paul Brown certainly uh, did his best. Um, there are a couple of uh, areas where they do need to. Um, to improve, but I, I, I think there are, you know, I, I can see Limerick improving going forward, but they do just need to make, and we talk about it every year that they, they need to make a real fist of getting out of Division One B, um, and, and no doubt they're going to do their best again next year, but get, then Galway are going to be there, so it's, it's going to be even more difficult. Listen, we've spoken before about the structure of the league and how it needs to change for the likes of Limerick, and, but then again, I would imagine if, if 
Congress, special Congress is called at the end of the year and we see a change to the to the hurling championship um, and Limerick get home and away games and they get what uh, four games in, in Munster they're going to improve that way but um, at this moment in time they, they are they are a team improving and if, if they get to the quarterfinals this year I, I would imagine they would regard it as some sort of a success Okay, very quickly we'll turn our attention to the football. We're only into the first week of June and already disciplinary stories making the headlines. You were in O'Moore Park on Saturday evening. Uh, is Dermot Connolly in hot water again? I, I Yeah, I, I, I think he is. Um, I must say at the time I didn't think there was much in it. Um, but again, again, we live in the world of replay, um, of repeat. And the more you see it, the more you, you believe that they're going to have to take the, the the CCCC are going to have to take some um, some um, action in, in regards to this. Um, obviously, it comes in the context of Evan Comerford's twelve week ban um, for putting his hands on Paddy Russell in that club game, um, which uh, Comerford obviously uh, sought uh, contested with the Central Hearings Committee. Uh, Central Hearings Committee on Friday in Limerick, and um, they basically um, maintained the suspension. So that's that's there, and he's going to at, at this moment in time, unless something mad happens, he's going to be missing. Uh, and, and what a valuable player he is to to Tipperary, but he's going to be missing in Parky Arena next Saturday. Um, with Connolly, um, obviously, you know, people will say that you know he he gets more than his fair share of um, bad press. And you know there would be there might be an argument for that, but on this occasion there was it was just so unnecessary. This was a game that Dublin were quite comfortable in, certainly from the early part of the second half. As much as Carlo did make it um, make it difficult for them and made themselves very difficult to beat, but they, it was so unnecessary for for Connolly. Obviously, he was being roiled. Don't get me wrong, he was being goaded on occasions in that match, and it was interesting that he was being marked by a Palatine player. Uh, I was at the game myself last year when Palantine played Vincent's and Conley was goaded off the ball and uh, reacted and, and received a black card on that occasion and here he was being goaded you could see the three players around him but you know in his situation now he's 30 years of age he's the most now that Colum Cooper is retired he is the, currently the the most gifted player playing the game at the moment he has to understand that people recognise his short fuse and um, as much as it's not ideal and I know Paul Galvin has come to his support in the past in defending him um, and saying how difficult it is to ignore this stuff you know you don't take it out on the lines man and um, I can see a punishment coming his way and perhaps the 12 weeks which would rule him out up until an All-Ireland semi-final if Dublin are to get to that stage Okay, do you expect to see punishments from the end of the Down Armagh game up in Park Essler? An incredible result, let's be honest, for Down after all their troubles this season and in recent seasons, but uh, somewhat marred by the final five or six minutes of injury time there. It was, but there was there was stuff going on earlier in that game. Um, I was watching in Semple Stadium, Colin, before the before the hurling, and uh, you could see that there was other Millies. You know, we 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 found out a lot about Millies this year, certainly after the Jason Ford um, one match ban. And if the CCCC are consistent in their application of what constitutes a Millie, then there's going to be other punishments, not just for what happened at the end of that game. Um, uh, Brendan Donnelly certainly contributed to a melee um, earlier in that game, and um, you know he, he he might be fortunate to get away with um, with without a, a suspension. But definitely, what happened in the the closing stages of that game just bound to be fines. I would imagine for both 
the counties. Um, nothing new to Armagh because they've they've been picking up a couple of things like that. But um, down to uh, and uh, some of the behaviour of the players is just unacceptable. Like you could see guys getting yellow cards at the end, and they were only too happy. Kevin McKernan obviously took that. Uh, took that black card gleefully as much as he injured himself in the process and if McKernan is missing for the next for the next day then it's a, it, 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 it's a big issue because Down just need him he, he is really their their their, their talisman in that way um, I, I would have big concerns for Armagh at this stage and you know this is the third year of Kieran McGinney's uh, project and uh, you know he has a long term agreement there but it just doesn't seem to be working for them at the moment. And unless they get to the quarterfinals, you would imagine that there's going to be pressure on him possibly to um, vacate the position because they don't seem to be making progress. All we heard about coming into this game was just how good this Armagh score, uh, forward line were. But, geez, they were they were dreadful in that second half there. Um, they looked on occasions like they were going to open up down in the in the first half, but they were anonymous in the second half. And, um, I would imagine it's it's it's, it's there's a quite a low mood in Armagh this morning. Okay, final question, John. It's actually outside of the stadiums for the weekend. Uh, baggage searches before the uh, Monster Championship semi-final. Yeah, cursory baggage searches, uh, Colin. Um, you know, journalists alike, uh, patrons alike. Um, we were all asked to anyone um, with a carrier bag. Uh, a knapsack or a, a back. Uh, we had our laptop bags, obviously, and there we were asked to open them up um, just to 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 be looked at. Um, it was it was quite cursory, to be honest with you. It was only a minor thing, and it certainly wasn't any sort of a um, a nuisance. Um, you, you would you'd welcome it, and you would feel um, um, you know comfortable in the way that they were doing it, considering the atrocities over in the UK this past week or so. Um, so I imagine we might see a little bit more of that in, in the coming weeks um, it's completely understandable nobody was giving out everything was done in, in good humour and uh, um, yeah I think it's going to be uh, it's, it's going to, we're going to see it a little bit more over the coming weeks at, uh, at matches particularly at the big ones Now the Kerry footballers opened their championship campaign against Clare on Sunday I caught up with selector Mikey Shee a few weeks ago and he was quick to consign their league final victory over Dublin to the history books Look, the league is over now, and at, at the moment we're totally focused on the 11th of June, uh, playing the winners of Clare and Limerick, and looking forward to that. How big of a deal though was the league, and, and more importantly, beating Dublin? I think it was very important because look, we've come out on the wrong side of, of, of games against Dublin now, a good few big games in the last number of years. I suppose since 2011, really, and I think it was an important game for us to win. I suppose, you know, uh, when we were beaten by, Ka or sorry, when we drew against Cavan above in Breffney Park, and then we played Tyrone, I think the following Sunday or Sunday week, and uh, it wasn't even mentioned, the fact that we were going to get to a league final. It looked as though mm. the permutations would all have to go away, which they did, thankfully. And it wasn't mentioned until we out in the field after the game in Killarney. And then you go up and we play Dublin and Crow Park and, uh, you know, the best team in the country. And we come along and we give a great performance and they did too. Look, we, you know, I suppose for, for the first time in a while we got a bit of a break near the end with Dean Rocks free hitting the post, you know, because um, nobody knows what would have happened an extra time. And um, But the, the big, I suppose, the outside of winning it, the satisfying thing was the fact of the likes of Ronan Shanahan, Jack Savage, Jack Barry, Gavin Crowley when he came on those young lads you know and they stood up to the mark and uh, I think that's what the league is all about you're hoping to discover players that will add to your competition within the squad basically. Where is this 
production line of talent coming from, Mikey? Is it, is it through that successful minor team or is it work that's being done now in recent years? I know that Kerry have been much more proactive in terms of development squads from under 14, under 16 all the way up. You're after hitting the nail on the head there like for the last number of years. I think the likes of Donald Daly, um, I'd say in fairness, was the county board put it, put it in place. And you know, they've, they've had development squads from under 14 up. And um, also, I suppose, Eamon Fitzmaurice has been involved in, 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 in um, Dingle CBS, winning the All-Ireland. and um, St. Brendan's, of course. St. Brendan's as well. Like, I mean, you know, Kerry have won the last four colleges titles as well as the last um, four or three minor titles. And, you know, that's luckily enough that you have some great talent coming through. And I suppose it's great for us and great for the county. What do you do in this time? keep lads ticking over and making sure that they're fresh for June, July, August and hopefully September. I know County Championship for example this weekend. Yeah I suppose look 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 it's a credit to him and, and, and to Padre Cochran our he's a selector and he's also a coach and he's the physical fitness trainer and uh, it's a credit to them to keep these guys going. But I think on another issue it's something the J are going to have to tackle because there's no doubt like and I'm not just being selfish talking from a Kerry point of view Nine weeks is too long after the league, you know, when you think of it, we had six games, seven games in the league if you include the final. I mean, that's probably a third of your season gone already, like, which is crazy. You're coming into the best best time of the year to be playing football. And I don't see any reason why the GA can't maybe possibly start the league later on in the in the, in the year, maybe March or something like that, like, you know, and, and then the gap will be, will, will be a lot shorter. That's what players want. Okay, they'll train away, but they want games, really, and it's something I think it's a very serious problem within the GA. I know you're a massive fan of the the Super Eight, which is coming in next year. Do, do you think like that this is maybe the first step on maybe a Champions League format? Hopefully, I do. You know, because I mean they're never going to get it right day one. You know, but I do think. Look, I, I'm delighted that they have actually taken the decision to change it, and I'm looking forward to it in 2018. One of the lads you won't be seeing in training though this year is Colin Cooper. <laughs> People talk about you being one of the greatest ever. Where would you put him? I think he's probably the best forward I've ever seen. You know, very, very close to me. I don't, you know, Morris Fitzgerald probably, you know, to be a tassel of kind. And some guy outside of Kerry, I would say probably Peter Canavan. But I, I really and truly haven't seen a better forward than, 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 than Colin. I see that he's, he's, he's going into the, as an analyst, and I'm sure, you know, if he's half as good as, as an analyst as he was as a player, he'll be absolutely something else. You know. The easy thing for us to say is Dublin the team to beat in the All-Ireland. I'm sure you look at it completely differently, that there's a whole host of landmines out there. Absolutely, you know, I was asked that a few weeks ago, you know, after after the league game, I wouldn't even, you know, I wouldn't even mention Dublin. They, they, they are the best team in the country, even still, even after the league final, and they are the benchmark, they are the team to beat, but our focus is just completely on the 11th of June. The winners are clear in Limerick, and you, you, you're right, there's so many landmines out there, we mightn't even get that far, and neither maybe Dublin. So who knows, you know, I mean, that's what sport, I suppose that's what makes sport so great, really, you know, and, and we'd be hoping we'll just take one game at a time and hoping that we get there in September. That's it for today's show. Thanks for joining us, as always. Don't forget you can keep up to date with us via iTunes, SoundCloud, and on www.irishexaminer.com forward slash paper talk. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. 
Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. shopify.com slash work.